Hello, welcome back to Most Rhetorical. I'm your host, the guy who does this occasionally. Um, I think it's been four months since I've done one of these. I feel like there wasn't a lot to talk about, in my opinion. A lot of what I wanted to do or what I talked about was very observational. And I feel like that's kind of... It, it went away, but in a sense, I think I just wanted to take a breather from doing this. Yeah, I just it's, it felt like I just didn't know what to talk about, but I was in like a weird space mentally and had this fucking whole breakup deal. But I've been feeling fucking good, man. I've been feeling really good. I've been doing, I've been running for no reason. Well, for lots of reasons, but I've been running for almost two months straight now with like, you know, occasional days off so my legs don't uh, break or do whatever legs do. You know what legs do. And uh, I was listening to the last podcast um, that I did four months ago, and I was fucking bagging on running like a real dick. Just bagging on it. And I was so right. (laughs) It does suck. But I've been doing like these smaller runs, these like, uh, what do I... It's like a mile, I think, a kilometer and a half is a mile. I'll look it up at some point. But I've been doing those just like as soon as I get up in the morning. And it's amazing. I'm a brand new boy. I'm a brand new boy with brand new legs and brand new shin splints. Just kidding. I don't know if I have those. My dad just keeps saying he gets shin splints and shin splints. And uh, I'm just waiting for them. I should be getting them in the mail any day now. Any day now. Um, I found a new home for this, for this podcast, because before I was doing, uh, I was putting these on, whoa, this desk just cracked. Um, I was doing these on SoundCloud or putting them on SoundCloud because you need a host for the podcast to be distributed to Spotify and Apple and what have you. <clears throat> and um, yeah, this one is, I can just post however many because I was deleting all the other ones that I had, which was pretty not counterproductive, but it sucked that I didn't... I mean, I have all the rest of them, so maybe I can upload the rest of them um, onto this website. But yeah, I can record it for as long as I want. I don't know if I can realistically talk to myself for more than 20 minutes without making full sense the whole time, even though we all know we're here for the least sense possible. We don't want, we don't want to make any sense here at Mostly Rhetorical, where things are made once every four months. Yeah, I was genuinely fucking excited last night to uh, to get some ideas down to talk about this week. And I was like, I'm going to actively not talk about like the shit that's going on with coronavirus. Because holy fuck have I heard so much about that. And I think we all have. And it's still a huge issue. But I even wrote it down. I said, don't really talk about it too much. And I think the main reasoning for that is because there's bigger issues at hand is I'm back into coffee again, guys. I know for all my <laughs> listeners that get disappointed every time I post and then don't post again for seven years, we all know how big I am on coffee. And today's sponsor is sponsored by me having anxiety. <sighs> I really had more to say about that, but it's like fucking 7.30 in the morning, dude. I was so pumped to do this. I just got back from my annual uh, or my daily shin splint um getting <laughs> fucking tons of people run down here i moved um i moved locations 
in July, and uh, I'm in the gift shop of Toronto. I live in the gift shop of Toronto right now, Harborfront. There's a they sell beaver tails here. Like no one needs beaver tails here. This isn't Ottawa. This isn't the Rio Canal. This is all specific Canadian humor right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought that was the sickest joke that this is the gift shop of Toronto because it's just very touristy where I am. And they didn't even laugh. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> everyone runs down here. Like sometimes I try to go for like six. Six o'clock runs like a psycho. And there's still just fucking tons of people getting shin splints with me. And it's really nice. It's really nice seeing everyone be in pain together, I guess you could say. I also stopped, uh, I stopped drinking for a month. I just wanted to try it, you know? Because I was running for a month. I was like, yeah, like, fuck, I don't know. Might as well just not drink for a month and see how I feel. I still vape, which is contradictory to all of the running and shin splint getting, but I need some kind of vice if I'm not doing anything sick right now. <laughs> I have started drinking again, but I took the, I don't know, what was it, September off? Yeah, I took September or August or something off of drinking, and I lost like five pounds of just not drinking. I'm sure like the running was included in that loss, but it was nice not having like a weekend where I was like, like at least 75% of the day when I drink, the day after I drink is me trying to eat as much as possible and sleep. And not that that's a bad thing or I dislike that, but it was nice not to have that, like look forward to a day of just like, oh fuck. And I get fuzzy, man. I'm the fuzziest boy in school when it comes to drinking. The day after, I can't fucking think of anything. I can't make anything. I can't. <laughs> it's fucked. <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a good choice. I'm glad I I tried it out. Again, along with all of this uh this other stuff, there was like this whole fucking breakup I went through, and I recently started dating again, dude. I'm back on the goddamn scene market, the scene of just Zoom calling each other. Is that how people date now? Like, go on first dates? I went on, like, a real date, but this is also what I was wondering, is that on these apps and shit, they give you, like, there's, like, this prompt that's, like, hey, you should do a video call immediately with this person. And, like, why? Why would I immediately want to video call someone? It's, like, 2 p.m. on Tuesday. What am I, what are we talking about? Other than hanging up and getting back to work or something. <laughs> yeah, I went on this, uh, I went on my first date in a, in a while, and it was good, man. It was just like hanging out with like a really close friend for some reason. Like we just had beers and just talked for like five hours at this fucking patio. And uh, it's funny because we both, like I think we both knew like this wasn't going to happen again, but it was just so, like the fact that we sat there for five hours, I was like, whoa. This was like a nice conversation, you know, and I think it was reciprocated on the other end. Deep down, we were both just like, this was great, but fucking never again. <laughs> there was just not a connection, you know, and I think that's... <laughs> this was great, but go fuck yourself, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it was good, man. It was super fucking uh, anxiety-inducing. <laughs> 
I forget how fucking nervous I get, man. As much as I exude confidence, I don't at the same time. When it comes to situations of just me meeting someone for the first time, I can pull it off, but deep down, I'm a fucking mess, dude. But as soon as you get things going, as soon as you start talking, I'm less of a fucking idiot. In my own head. And I got this haircut, man. Holy fuck. I was like, I gotta change. You know when you break up with someone and like your whole your whole thing is like all these things need to change and then like a month or and a half month and a half goes by and you're like, "Oh. What's happening? I'm fine." <laughs> I was okay the way I was before. But anyway, I was like I need to get like a really short haircut. Well, it wasn't like intended to be short, but the guy at the haircutting place was like, "I'm not hearing anything you're saying. We're cutting it as short as humanly possible." Every time I've gotten my haircut, it's been from an Irish dude who nails my haircut. Like, he's just, the, I don't know, every time, every experience I've had with an Irish dude cutting my hair, unreal experience, dude. They always nail it. And then they get deported. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter, but, like, that word is so aggressive. <laughs> deported. Immediately after cutting my hair. They're like, you cut his hair, you, you gotta go. The plane's here. It's at the barbershop. We've ordered the plane to the barbershop. Gone. And I lose this fucking unreal dude. All these dudes are so nice, so good at cutting hair, and I think I'm the cause. I'm I'm the reason Ireland is taking back all of these hair cutters. Um, anyway, so I called this place, and I was like, hey, is, is this guy here? He cut my hair last time I was here. And there's, like, straight up a regular place I go to down the road that I, like, I know is the best place I go to. This is dude Evan... He's a beautiful guy, cuts my hair, and I went to this other place for no reason. And they're like, no, this guy's not here, um, but we have the person you don't want. And I was like, yeah, book me in for all the money. The fucking guy I don't want, I'll be there in five. And so I get there, and he's, I don't know if this is, like, a thing in my mind, or, like, shouldn't your hair cutter have sick hair? <laughs> Like, shouldn't he look like he knows what the fuck he wants and what he's, he knows what he's doing? <laughs> Not that he's cutting his own hair, but this guy didn't have great, like, like the shape and the style of his hair. Personally, I wasn't into it. And still I walked in fully aware that this was going to be the worst haircut of my fucking life. And I was like, yeah, if you could, like, do you have, like, documents of my last haircut? <laughs> like, how it went... All the shit we said to each other. And he just went for it, and he gave me the roundest haircut. I've been the roundest person for a month and a half, dude. I can't tell you how round this haircut was. I just, I was just rolling around for a month and a half. Everything was the same length. <laughs> Everything was so upsetting. Like, I think his, his reference was just a circle. Like, he was just looking at a circle, and then that was my haircut. Recently, I went back to Evan and he fucking unrounded me. Because the thing that I was reading was like, if you have, if your face is sort of round, which mine is like, I don't know, 45% round. I don't even know what that means. What am I saying, dude? <laughs> if your face is 45% round is what I'm trying to say. You need, you don't want a round haircut. And if you're asking yourself, what is a round haircut, Joey? 
I don't know, because everyone that I've said this to laughs and then asks what I mean. <laughs> so it's just like he basically took the clippers and then went wee, and then like that was everything. He weed my entire fucking head. So shouts out to that guy for ruining my life for a month and a half. I went to Evan, he cleaned it up, I look great, I have a square head again, <laughs> or whatever. But my buddy Curtis, he says, when you, f when you look good, you feel good. And I agree with him. And I agreed with him more than anything when I walked out of that place with a round circle haircut. Because I didn't feel good. <laughs> or look good. So, I agree completely with you, Curtis. And I'm, and I love you, and I hope you're doing well. Just looking at my notes here, I wrote so much shit down last night that I was so pumped on uh, on writing down. Oh yeah, I was talking to fucking my friend Dan, and I was like, I don't have, like, I don't think I have a hobby anymore, because music has kind of become something more of a, a job than anything, which is, I think it's, I think it's just a hobby that I get money for, <laughs> in my opinion. That's what I'm calling it, is that music I just get paid for having a, a hobby. Because calling it a job, I think, just makes it not as fun. If I'm just randomly making money from something and I don't have a job, per se, that's cool in my books. I'm fine with not having a job. Just having a really, having an income from a hobby. <laughs> a hincome. A, a him, hobby income? Himcome? Who knows? But I was talking to my friend Dan, and I was like, yeah, I don't think I have any fucking hobbies anymore. Because all I do is make music, and that was my hobby, and all I did was do hobbies at one point, because I was trying to get this shit going. And he's like, yeah, I don't think you have any hobbies. And I was like, fuck. And then I was talking to a few people, and did you know everything's a fucking hobby? Did you know running's a hobby? I didn't even know that. I didn't know anything you did other than working or sleeping is a fucking hobby. <laughs> Like, working out is considered a hobby, and if you don't believe me, I googled it, and one thing said, sure. So, I have like 50 hobbies. I cook things, burn things all the time. Everything is a hobby. So realistically, I have too many hobbies now, <laughs> and I really need to smarten up. I wanted to get into, like, knitting or something. Like, it sounded like it was a good idea in my head, and I was like, yeah, knitting. Like, that, that involves me doing stuff. And realistically, I don't like doing any of that. I just really like working out. And if that's a hobby, I'm in the fucking green, man. Or red. I don't know what's good. I think it being in the red is bad uh, for most things because, you know, red. Um, my grandmother, this is the one story that I was like, I woke up at like three in the morning, like, <gasps> like just gasping to write this down. So you, you remember when, I mean, I'm assuming this still happens, but people would call uh, elder people and because either they were, you know, not, not altogether these, these elder folk in the, in the head or just had whatever you were old. No one, no one was really aware. And these people would call and be like, ah, Hey, I'm in jail. I'm your grandson, blah, blah, blah. I need money to get out of jail. And it's just like this big scam looking for money uh, from random, these poor fucking old people, you know, like they're just trying to knit just like I am. And fucking, yeah, they would call. And so my grandmother, she's the sweetest woman of all time. She's, she's recently, uh, not recently, what am I saying? She had her, her life was very, uh, her life was very hard and full of alcohol and 
hardships and things of that nature. And she found God, dude. She found him and was like, look, <laughs> I'm stressing over here. And God said, you got it. And nothing came from that, but she's great. What's happening with the story? Um, so they called my grandmother, and my grandmother, I guess she just doesn't really have much money. You know, she's, she's living how she can, and she's doing her thing in Calgary. And she's very honest and, like, very blunt about thing and things. And so they called, and they pretended to be me, and they were like, hey, I'm in a fucking, it's me. I think they said, it's me, and then she said, is this Joey? She's from Texas. So she's like, well, now, is this Joey? And they were like, yes. <laughs> like, thank you for that fucking <laughs> home run. Yes, it's Joey. And they were like, I'm in a jail in Montreal, and I don't want my parents to know. Can you bail me out? Can you send me, like, two grand? Or I feel like it's not two grand to get bailed out of Montreal jail. But yeah, who knows? When I get there, I'll let you know. And my grandma was like... <laughs> Well, sorry, Joey, I don't have any money right now. <laughs> and just fucking hung up. <laughs> and just left me in a fucking Montreal jail, dude. <laughs> she did the proper thing, for sure. But <laughs> if that was really me in a Montreal jail, <laughs> and she was my first and only call for help, I don't know how jail works. But I can only assume it's the whole fucking one-call deal. <laughs> she just hung up. <laughs> like, she didn't stay on the phone to see, I don't know, really any, any information. Any information, she was like, nah, I'm broke. <laughs> I'll see you later. And then just fucking hung up. And we talk about that story every single time I see my fucking family in Calgary. Because it's so amazing, and she doesn't remember, and she's amazing and sweet and small and from Texas, and we love her. I'm really happy. I'm genuinely very happy to do this podcast today again. I'm fucking pumped, man. And I think I have, like, unlimited amount of time on this new uh, hosting website that I'm using. I mean, realistically, 20 minutes is really good for me to talk to myself for, or like half an hour or something of that nature, you know? I think half an hour I'm going to try to stick to. I was thinking about, like, doing interviews and shit on this, or, like, I don't know, just conversations with whoever, friends, and... I was like, how do I, how do, I do a conversation with someone for half an hour? How do I keep a conversation going for half an hour? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I talk to myself for half an hour. <laughs> so if I'm able to kind of keep a conversation going with my thoughts that are constantly just like, maybe you should talk about this. What about your grandma saying things that don't make any sense? But wait, talk about your round head. I can definitely... Do a conversation with a person for half an hour and keep it going. So I think that's what I'm going to do, man. On the regular is easier now, I think, for me. And I think next episode I'm going to have a fucking theme song because why the fuck not? That's going to be sick as shit. <laughs> Just have like a four-minute guitar solo roll into the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to get my buddy Nerve to do a four-minute guitar solo. And that's going to be my intro. Monetize me. Okay, well, thank you for listening. This has been, uh, this has been mostly rhetorical. And I'm episode something. I don't, I, it doesn't really matter anymore. I'm just going to fucking name them. Yeah, thank you for listening, and I'll, I'll check you guys next week.